What's up guys? We are talking about how to create a simple, realistic cleaning routine. And this was definitely one of the biggest struggles I had as a new mom was trying to figure out how to get anything done with the newborn while keeping the house from looking like a tornado tore through it. I needed a practical cleaning solution that could be done quickly and easily with the baby strapped to my chest. And that's when I became determined to create a simple, realistic cleaning routine. So at first I tried a cleaning schedule where I would clean a certain room or do something at a certain time, but that didn't work out well because as we know, babies kinda do their own thing, they're not on a specific schedule, and she was pretty unpredictable, so it was pretty hard for me to stick to a certain cleaning schedule. So that's when I decided to switch to creating a cleaning routine, which consisted of me doing a few cleaning tasks throughout the day whenever I had downtime. So that could have been during her naps because she was still sleeping quite a bit. So anytime during her naps, if she was playing with her dad, um, he would do her bath time routine so I could clean while they were doing the bath time routine um, right before bed. So any little space of time like that that I could fit in, just like picking up a few things around the house, then that made me feel so much better as a mom, like I was actually getting something done. And I am going to share how you can create a realistic cleaning routine that doesn't feel like it's consuming your life. No matter how old or young your children are, this will be for you. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast, where I give you toe-curling tips and spine-tingling strategies to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. My name is Lucretia, and I know what it's like to do laundry with the baby strapped to your chest or use the bathroom while your toddler tells you about their day, even though you've been together all day. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take the overwhelm out of motherhood, so let's dive into all the juicy goodness. If you want a simple daily cleaning checklist to help you get started until you figure out a routine that works for you, then grab the free Productivity Power Pack. The daily cleaning checklist and the 20-minute speed cleaning checklist will help you find balance between spending time with your kids and having a presentable house because it's possible to do both. But just remember that there is no one size fits all approach to keeping a home clean. And that's why I say start with the free cleaning checklist inside of the productivity power pack, and then you can customize it to a cleaning routine that's realistic for your lifestyle. So if you wanna get started with the cleaning checklist inside of the productivity power pack, head over to www.smartproductivemom.com slash power pack, or you can just scroll on down and click the link in the description below. So let's hop into what is a cleaning routine. So basically a simple cleaning routine that you use to stay ahead of the mess. That is your cleaning routine. And it only works if it's realistic and you're committed to sticking to it. The more you do your cleaning routine, the easier it'll become and you'll be able to get it done faster. So don't feel discouraged if it seems difficult at first, that's completely normal. 
as if when you're trying anything new, it's going to be harder at first and the more you do it, the easier it gets. So with consistent practice, your cleaning routine will become easier and you'll get faster at it. So besides having your house look nice and creating less work for you to do all at once, a few other benefits of a cleaning routine are number one, you'll know what you're going to clean every single day or how often you choose to clean. Number two, you'll get faster at cleaning, which is definitely great. Number three, you'll have less speed cleaning to do when visitors show up unannounced. So whenever that person, whoever pops up at your house unannounced, you won't feel embarrassed because your house is a complete disaster. Number four, you can take care of the mess before it gets out of control. And that's when a lot of us feel stressed, overwhelmed. We feel like we're behind. We're never going to catch up. So you can stop all of that and stay ahead of the mess. And then number five, it allows you to spend more time with your family and spend less time cleaning. So that's why I love having a cleaning routine that I can just stick to every day or most days because doing a little bit of cleaning every day is the best way to minimize the amount of cleaning you have to do later. So by stopping it before it piles up is the best way to just stay ahead of it and have less stress for yourself. So now that you're convinced that you want to start a cleaning routine, let's talk about the five-step process of how to do it. Step one is to think about what is acceptable and unacceptable as your standard of clean. So are you okay with going to bed with dishes in the sink? I hang out in a few mom Facebook groups and I see that there are quite a few moms that can't go to sleep with dishes in the sink because it causes them a lot of anxiety. So if that's the case, then you'll definitely want to make sure you're incorporating cleaning the kitchen before you go to bed. So you have to decide what is acceptable and what is unacceptable. Another thing would be, do you want to vacuum or dust every day? Do you care if there's dust on your entertainment center? Or do you care if there's a little bit more dog hair on the floor and you're not going to vacuum it every single day? So is that acceptable for you or unacceptable? And another thing to consider is, are you going to focus on cleaning the public areas daily? So this would be like your living room, your kitchen. So whenever visitors come over the areas that they'll mainly see, and you'll focus on the bedrooms and other less visible areas later. Or do you want to clean your entire house in specific sections every day? So what is acceptable? and unacceptable. So make a list of how clean you want your home to be and head on into step two, which is to look at your daily routines and schedule. So you'll want to think about when can you realistically fit in cleaning sessions throughout the day and how much time are you willing to spend cleaning? So for instance, if you're a stay-at-home mom and your child goes to daycare twice a week or a Mother's Day Out program twice a week, do you want to spend that entire time cleaning or do you only want to spend an hour of it cleaning and the rest of the time you're relaxing or running errands? So that's the type of stuff you want to think about. How much time are you willing to spend cleaning and when can you realistically fit cleaning sessions into your daily routines. And step number three for creating your realistic cleaning routine is to determine your approach. 
Will you clean specific rooms on specific days? So this could be like cleaning the kitchen on Monday, cleaning the bathrooms on Tuesday, cleaning the living room on Wednesday. So do you want to do specific rooms on specific days or would you like to do theme days? So basically this could be like dusting, sweeping, mopping, vacuuming on Tuesdays. You're going to go through the house and clean the baseboards on Wednesdays. You're going to clean the toilets on Thursdays. So things like that, just having theme days where you do certain activities on certain days. So just decide which type of approach will work for you or if you'd like to do a mixture or some other approach. And then we move on to step four to create your cleaning routine, which is to create your daily cleaning checklist for the week. So you want to have it planned out for the week so you can know if you need to move anything around or if you are forgetting anything that you really want to get cleaned. So go ahead and plan out your cleaning checklist for the week. You can use a free app like Evernote or you can just write it down, just old school, writing it down and then shifting things around, crossing things out, whatever it may be. I try to stick to no more than five cleaning tasks during one cleaning session because after five, I just feel like it gets overwhelming and I'm looking at the list and I feel like it's going to require a lot of energy and it just makes me procrastinate even more looking at a long cleaning list. So I try to keep my checklist down to five tasks per cleaning session. And this isn't just cleaning five things per day. This is just like in one cleaning session. So in the morning, after I finish brushing my teeth and getting dressed while I'm still in the bathroom, I could wipe the mirror, clean the sink, wipe the countertops, spray the shower, and clean the toilet. So those are five tasks that I can do while I'm in the bathroom. And that is just one cleaning session. And then later on, if my daughter decides to take a nap, which she usually doesn't, but if she does, then I can do up to five more tasks for that cleaning session. So it just depends on how many cleaning sessions you do throughout the day, but try to stick to no more than five tasks during that one cleaning session, unless you want to do more, of course do more. But I find more than five to be overwhelming and I procrastinate when it gets more than five and my list looks really long. So if that's how you are as well, then try to limit it to three to five tasks per cleaning session. And one more thing to keep in mind whenever you're creating your cleaning checklist for the week is to not focus on times, but to focus on tasks. So this could be saying you're going to clean during nap time or you're going to clean after you watch Wheel of Fortune or you're going to clean before bed. So it doesn't really matter what time you do it, but you wanna tack on your cleaning with another task. So hopefully that makes sense, but I don't say I'm going to clean the kitchen at seven o'clock. I just say I'm gonna clean the kitchen after Wheel of Fortune goes off. So sometime after Wheel of Fortune goes off, the kitchen will be cleaned. Or I will say, I'm gonna clean the kitchen before I go to bed. So sometime before we go to bed, That could be right after dinner, or it could be while my husband has our daughter in the bath, I will go ahead and clean, which usually, since he does the bath time routine, then I will be cleaning during that time. So just figure out what works for your family, but focus on tasks rather than the times. 
And then step number five to create your realistic cleaning routine is to just assess how everything went. So did you fit in the cleaning tasks that you want to get done during the week? So this is before you even start the cleaning sessions. When you're making your checklist, did everything fit in that you want to get done throughout the week? Does it look realistic? And remember that less is more. So you can always add cleaning tasks to your checklist later once you feel confident about your routine, that you can actually stick to it, that it's not overwhelming for you, then you can go back and add more. But for the beginning, just keep it simple. Less is more and you can build up to adding more tasks on your checklist. And then at the end of the week, you just want to ask yourself, how did it go? Can you stay consistent with this routine? Do you need to simplify it? So did you figure out that it was actually much more than you thought you could handle? You don't really have that much time to do this much cleaning. So just sit back and assess how it went and then come up with a new routine that works for you. All right, so that is the five-step process for creating your simple cleaning routine. So now I want to dive into nine success tips that will help you stay consistent with this new routine. So tip number one is to use a timer. Setting a timer for 10 to 25 minutes will help you work faster because you're racing against the clock. It also mentally prepares you for the fact that you may not finish cleaning during that set time, but that it's okay. So just keep that in mind. So use a timer and if you're just trying to do a 10 minute quick cleaning session, set a timer for 10 minutes and just clean what you can during that 10 minutes. And if you don't finish everything that you had in mind to clean, that's okay. And success tip number two is to let go of perfection. Trying to do everything perfectly is a way to procrastinate and never finish a task. You'll think about how you want it to look when you're done and you know that it'll take a long time to make that picture in your head a reality so you never start. Just remember that done is better than perfect. And I actually have a picture in my office that says strive for progress, not for perfection because I also fall into the perfectionism trap and I will just keep planning and planning and planning and then putting everything off till I never do it. So just start and celebrate whatever you accomplish. And strategy number three to stay consistent with your cleaning routine is super, super important and that is to work with your body. So if you have the most energy in the morning, it wouldn't make sense for you to put most of your cleaning in the evening. And I know you may have more time in the evening when the kids go down to sleep, but if you're exhausted, then you're not gonna be able to stay consistent with that cleaning routine. So if you have most of your energy in the morning, then try to figure out how you can get most of your cleaning done in the morning while you have the energy. Leave your simple cleaning tasks for the evening that don't require a lot of time or a lot of energy. And success tip number four is to involve your family. If everyone makes the mess, everyone can help clean it up. So use the 4D technique for delegating. And this is just number one, determine. So what task are you going to delegate? 
Number two is to delegate. So assign exactly who will do the task. And this is important because it's like when I was in nursing school and I do my CPR training, they tell you to point out exactly someone who's going to call 911 and point out exactly someone who's going to go get the AED, which is the little defibrillator thing where you put the pads on their chest and it shocks them. So you want to point out specific people to do this task because if you just say someone call 911, then no one's really in charge of calling 911 and we have no idea if anyone actually called. So you want to delegate a specific person for a specific task so you can make sure that it gets done. So that's the second part of the 4D technique. The third D is to demonstrate. So you want them to know what is the proper way to get it done. And I shared this story in episode 18, which is the habits of highly organized moms. But I said that whenever my mom would have us clean the kitchen, she would actually come in and show us how she wanted it cleaned. So she would show us how to put the dishes in the dishwasher so that they actually get clean because we were just throwing them all in there so we could go play. And she would show us how to move the items off the countertop and clean under them and everything else because we were just cleaning around them because again, we wanted to get outside and go play. So we didn't care if we did it right. We were just trying to get it done so we can go play. So if you want something done a certain way, then teach your family how to do it that way. So that's the third D in the 4D technique is to demonstrate. And then the fourth D is to debrief. So at the end of the task, when it's done, you want to say, did it get done properly? So go in, check to see if it got done properly. And then if it didn't get done properly, how can you improve in your demonstration? Or how can you improve the way you're explaining how you want it to be done the right way? And then if it did get done properly, then great. So you you did a good job, right? So you always want to be using this 4D technique to delegate to your family because there's no reason why you should be doing everything. And even with my daughter, she's two and a half now. She loves to help me put the groceries away. She loves to do the laundry. She helps me pick up her toys. So they're they're not too young. They can help. She's been helping for since maybe one, if even maybe before that, because she started walking around nine months old. So she's been helping for a while. As long as she's been walking, she's been helping me pick stuff up. So start young. And these are valuable life skills that they'll need to learn anyways. So go ahead and start letting them help you. And it may take a little bit longer, but again, it's something that you're going to end up teaching them anyways. So just go ahead and start now. Okay, and success tip number five to staying consistent with your cleaning routine is to clean throughout the day. So don't wait until the house is a disaster and then start cleaning out of anger and frustration. Go ahead and pick up small things throughout the day so you can avoid a big time consuming cleaning session. And then number six is to clean from top to bottom. This was one mistake that I made because I didn't know about cleaning from top to bottom. So I had finished cleaning and then I realized the light above the dining room table had a spider web and it was still dusty. So I cleaned the light, which of course made all of that dust fall back onto the table and the floor. 
and then I had to re-clean the table and the floor. So to save yourself some time, start at the ceiling and work your way down to the floor. So clean from top to bottom and that way you won't have to re-clean things. And then success tip number seven for staying consistent with your cleaning routine is to tidy every evening. And I try to do a quick speed clean every evening so that I can wake up to my house not being a disaster. So no matter how tired I am, I always pick up the toys because my daughter plays in the living room. So I always pick up the toys in the living room and then I throw the dishes in the sink and clean off the countertops. So in the morning, the mess doesn't feel so overwhelming. So yes, there are still dishes in the sink, but the dishes are contained to the sink. They're not all over the stovetop and all over the counters and everything like that. They're all in the sink. The counters are cleaned off. The stovetop is cleaned off. The table's cleaned off. So it just kind of, I guess it's like an illusion that the kitchen is pretty clean. So I like to wake up to my house looking semi-clean and that just helps me be in a better mood because I'm not waking up to a disaster. And then success tip number eight is to have a laundry routine. So depending on the size of your family, determine how often you're going to do the laundry so you can stay ahead because we all know the laundry piles up so fast. So that may mean doing a load of laundry every day or having designated laundry days. For example, this could be doing laundry every Sunday or it could be doing laundry every Monday and Thursday. So just pick whichever designated laundry days and that way it doesn't feel like you're doing laundry every single day if you don't want to. And then another strategy is to split up the laundry over a couple of days. So this could be you washing and drying the clothes on Sunday and then putting them all away on Monday. Whichever strategy works for you. So I just laid out three different ways you could try. So you could do a load of laundry every day. You could have a designated laundry day, which could be like a Sunday or a Monday, or you could split up the laundry process over a couple of days. So you could wash and dry the clothes on a Sunday and then put them all away that next day on Monday. Those are three ways you can get started with creating your laundry routine that works for you. And then strategy number nine to stay consistent with your cleaning routine is to clean while you cook. And my husband absolutely hates that I do this. It really irritates him because I will not cook if the kitchen is dirty. I have to go in there and clean the kitchen or if he's really hungry, He'll go in there and clean the kitchen so that I can start cooking. But I will not cook in a dirty kitchen. It drives me crazy. And I always end up burning something because I'm over here like mixing stuff up. And then I need a spoon and a skillet and they're both dirty. So now I'm trying to wash them and this food over here is starting to burn. So that's why I do not cook in a dirty kitchen. And I also clean while I'm cooking So that way I'll have less to clean after I've eaten and gotten lazy and full. So I go ahead and put the dishes in the dishwasher while I'm waiting on something to simmer. Or I'll just go ahead and be cleaning things up, picking things up. So like putting the oil back where it goes or putting the seasonings back in the seasoning drawer. So just doing things like that while I'm cooking so that after I eat, I can just relax. 
And then I put dishes in the dishwasher, I clean off the countertops, and I sweep up any dropped food. Just a super simple process since I'm already up and moving. It's easier to just get it done then instead of eating and then trying to find the energy to do it later. All right, so that is how you create your realistic, simple cleaning routine and stay consistent with it. So just remember that this daily cleaning routine will make your house look presentable and help you keep up with the cleaning so you won't feel so behind. And a few key takeaways are that one, you'll get faster with practice. So remember that it may not be perfect right when you start, but you will get faster and it will get easier as you keep doing it. Takeaway number two is to start small. Less is more if it helps you stay consistent. And key takeaway number three is to use reminders and alarms. So 10 minutes per day of cleaning is better than letting the mess build up and then you're cleaning out of anger and frustration. So it's okay to have toys lying around. This is a low stress cleaning routine that's meant to be sustainable for you. And don't forget to grab the free productivity power pack and use the daily cleaning checklist and the 20 minute speed cleaning checklist if that'll help you get started. There is no one size fits all approach to keeping your home clean. So start with the free checklist and customize them so it's realistic for your lifestyle. And you can grab that by clicking the link in the description below or heading over to www.smartproductivemom.com slash power pack. So Grab that and see if it'll help you get started until you're able to create a realistic routine that works for you. Okay, so I will catch you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please consider leaving me a review on iTunes so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with me in between episodes, make sure you join the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to talk to you over there. See you on the next episode.